all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Welcome back, everybody. Hello. Hi. Come on, let's do a little bit more than that. We can do better than that. Lift it up. Lift it up. There we go. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Hi. That's what I'm talking about. Lift it up. Yes. Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. Welcome, welcome to another show of Body of Christ Real Talk. Welcome, welcome, welcome. First of all, I'd like to say good morning, good mid-morning, good afternoon, good mid-afternoon, good evening, good mid-evening, and to my night listeners and my laters, hello, welcome to Body of Christ Real Talk. Welcome to the show. All right. Now, I have uh, several topics. I have an announcement I want to talk about. Uh, first of all, I have an announcement I have to talk about. And uh, what this announcement is going to be about is, yes, aliens. All right, that's, that's, a, that's one of the announcements I want to talk about. I know I did not even say what it was going to be about, but whenever you hear that sound bite, that means it's a subject that needs to be talked about, and it might not be uplifting to a lot of people, but at the same time, like I say, when I do podcasts, I do a lot of awareness information, and I make a lot of awareness announcements, so uh, I want to talk about that. Then I'm going to somewhat conclude on diet, on uh, what is the real diet, what diet we should be eating. I'm going to conclude on that. And the ones that's been following me on that series on, uh, you know, the uh, high protein, low carb diet that I've been talking about for about close to a week now. I have several episodes on that for the newbies or for the ones just tuning in or for the curiosity listeners. You will have to go back on my last previous such and such a uh, podcast. It's maybe starting about 362 or something like that. I'm not sure. But it's a series about at least, I wish I had the notes right in front of me. In front of me. I apologize for that. But it's at least about six or seven or even less episodes of talking about a diet, talking about, you know, uh, this low-carb, high-protein uh, high diet, which consists of two, four programs, which is 
I like to say four, which is Atkins, Keto, Carnivore, and the Lion Diet. If you want to know more about those, uh, high protein, low carb, and some of them is very high protein to very little carbs, and then you got like the Carnivore and the Lion Diet, which is high protein, high fat, zero carbs. Zero carbs. Now, the ones that tuning in don't, uh, don't understand what I mean by carbohydrates. I'm not trying to say you're dumb or you don't know nothing about foods, but carbohydrates is basically your vegetables, your grains, and stuff like this. Uh, basically, those are the good carbohydrates. Vegetables, grains, and different things like that that uh, that's uh, mainly recommended by the US of A as good carbohydrates. Mainly recommended by them, especially vegetables. You know, and different things like that, grains. Now, that's all kind of stuff they recommend now, which is I consider poison. But those are the main ones that's considered around the world by most of us as good carbohydrates. Now, the other carbohydrates are, which are, I call the bad carbohydrates, but they taste good. The majority of the carbohydrates that's usually bad for us are the ones that taste good. I'm not saying all, but the majority of the carbohydrates that's got a lot of us overweight and health problems and conditions, diabetes, hypertension, cancers, and different type of things, chronic illnesses and stuff like that, is usually from the bad carbohydrates, which starts off with sugar and other type of things like that, not fats. You know, that's a misconception, not fats, but usually sugars and your breads and your starches and your, your snack foods like potato chips and, you know, candies and cakes and potato chips and different things like that and bread. I probably said that before. And uh, different things like that, uh, sweets in general, junk in general, junk food in general is considered carbohydrates, but they are considered the bad carbohydrates. That's why I put one as good vegetables and grains and that will, in other words, are considered good because they can become dangerous too because they turn into sugar as well. Uh, but the ones that's usually considered good, especially in the USFA, and I guess I can say around the world too, is your vegetables and your grains and your fruits. And stuff, especially veggies and fruits and stuff like that, you know. So that's what I mean by carbohydrates. It's like the family of the carbohydrates. So you can have some type of understanding what is carbohydrates for the ones that really don't know. So most of y'all the bad foods that you eat are carbohydrates. They are known in a bad carbohydrate category. Okay. All right. Let's let's stop that. Before I get into the conclusion on the uh, the all meat diet that I'm on and also a little more talk about the keto diet or the Atkins diet and uh, you know, what did you get out this series and stuff like that? And did you do any research? Did you research these things yourself? Did you listen to some of the uh, breakdowns of some of the doctors on I had on here? And as I report on my uh, updates on my condition follows my weight loss and my health, I will also be doing other testimonies uh, from other men and women 
that has been very successful on both the keto and the carnivore diets as well. So I will be bouncing off and off because I think this is very important and, and I'm and these are for the ones that's interested or maybe interested in looking into it that you might uh, you might want to uh, recommend more uh, not recommend but you might want to uh, request that's the word I'm looking for more information about you know one of these four diets the Atkins the keto the carnivore and the lion diet the high pro protein and the low carb diet okay now before I get started with this. I want to uh, talk about something that's uh, been on my heart for the last day or two. It's this series that I'm looking to. It's this uh, this couple, this wonderful couple, Ty and Charlene Bollinger. Their name is Ty and Charlene Bollinger. And they're like health people, or you call them health junkies. Now, when I say health junkie, I'm saying it in a good way. They deal with a lot of holistic good health and everything because I'm more interested in holistic health now, you know. And uh, their name is Ty and Charlene Bollinger. And they, ha and they do many series about every few months or so on the dangers of or the truth about vaccines, the poking and the jabbing which I call PJ Vax. So I get a lot of my information from their series, powerful information that you won't get from your regular doctor or for the mainstream media. Okay, it's storming out here, man, in Chicago. I'm in downtown Chicago, and right now the rain is coming down real hard. You know, real hard. So if you hear a lot of rain, that's what's going on. So it's a thunderstorm warning which is taking place now. So if you just hear that rain and stuff like that, that's what's going on. So it's raining on the outside. And I'm in a very secluded room, uh, a see-through room, and so I can see everything and everything like that. So, all right. Okay. They have a new series that I'm going to present to you all. But what I'm not going to do unless you request it is I'm not going to play it on my podcast. Not because censorship or anything like that. I'm not worried about that because I rather you see I rather you see this um, by video more than audio. Because it's something about just seeing the pictures and the movements and the body languages and looking at people's eyes when they're talking about uh, certain situations or what, what, what even if it's talking about the PJ vaccine, which is a vaccine or healing remedies and stuff like that holistically uh, or metabolically, you know, it's best to just see them visual. So that's what I want to do with that. But before I do that, I'm going to purchase it and I'm going to do it digitally and everything like that, you know, and uh, unless you guys already got it. And then I'm going to send it to you guys as you request it. And that's for my listeners. No matter where you're at, you know, I'm going to try to digit, uh, digitally, if I'm saying that right, send it to you all if you request it and everything like that. Now, they have a free program. It's eight programs because they always do it in eights. Uh, Ty and Charlene Bollinger. They always do it in eights, whatever they're talking about. And, man, they talk about some stuff that you will never hear 
they are censored in so many places because they can't play this on YouTube, they can't play it on Twitter because they are banned, they are considered outlaws, you know. So they are banned from YouTube and Twitter and Facebook and uh, uh, the rest of the social media mob. They are banned from those platforms. So you might, the best way you can get it is probably from, what's they call it, BitChute or Rumble or their own little platform. It's the only way you can get a whole digitally, you know, video to hear this important information that we need to hear. Or you could buy the DVDs and uh, you can have it permanently. You could buy the DVDs and stuff like that. You could purchase it now. Uh, I, wish I, I wish I would have purchased more. I would have just sent out more. But in, other, in either way, you could do it digitally. You could order it digitally. Or you could order it, uh, DVDs. Of course, the physical package is going to be more. You know, they have a 197 package uh, just for the DVDs. And they have uh, a $297 uh, package, which is the DVDs and digital plus bonuses. And then they give you five extra DVDs with packed information and our name of this show series is called Remedy. It's called Remedy. Very powerful. A lot of sensitive information that they have on here exposing Big Farmer, exposing the PJ Vax, the vaccine scheme and the COVID-19 scheme. They're exposing all that because it was a pandemic. It was a pandemic. It was planned. Yes, it was planned. So they're exposing all of that, you know, and they have also outstanding doctors on there that has certain remedies for the ones that got the poking and the jabbing. They have certain remedies for the ones that got the poking and the jabbing. That is certain things you ha you can do to detox yourself from the poisons that's been put in you when you tuck the poking and the jabbing. And you know what I mean by the PJ Vax poking and the jabbing that they uh they put in you. So they have certain remedies for that that you can do to detox and clean yourself out, you know, according to what they say. I'm just going by what they said now. I don't have no no proof on that, but this is what they say and everything like that. So uh so I think it's worth looking look, uh, looking into. I know the series is awesome. It's, the, I, I watched the last three, and I'm gonna watch all eight laws willing. And I want you and I want to introduce it to you guys because you can look at it now, but you will not be able to backtrack on the first episode. I like doing. I like I like watching things from the beginning, and if you start getting into that now, you might not be able to look at the first episode until they replay it again like sometimes they often do they replay it again but I'm going to tell you this right now they have a, the biggest package is the 297 which you get the DVDs and the digital <clears throat> I'm not getting paid to promote this so I'm not getting no kickbacks or nothing like that so this is something just I'm, this is something I'm doing on my own I'm just sharing this word because it needs to be shared so I'm not getting no kickbacks or nothing like that for the ones that might think I am if it's something good and it's something important I will promote it on my show that's the way I flow I'm not asking for money I will promote it on my show and if there's anything I was getting paid for I will let you know and there's nothing wrong with that but I'm not getting I'm not getting no kickbacks for this you know for uh 
telling you about this. But they have three packages. One is the Big Daddy, two ninety seven, which will, you will get all eight DVDs and digital assets, which is also good. Plus bonuses, plus extra five DVDs and all that, which is a good deal. You get also, I think, a hundred and ninety seven dollar package. Excuse me, which is I think what uh basically the DVDs. $497, you get the DVDs. Then the, uh, the most cheapest pack is the $97 pack, which is digital only. You don't get no bonuses on freebies or nothing like that, but you get you get all eight episodes digitally. That means you can download them in digitally, and you can also share them that way. So either way it go, if you can't afford the biggest package, don't try to get nothing that's gonna put you in debt. You know, just get the $97 package and everything like that, you, which I will get myself. You know, then later on down the line, I will expand. But right now, I think digitally, I will get the $97 package myself. But either way it go, if you did get the $297, which might come off to $300 or something, it is much worth it because they are very well made. This is not no bad stuff. It's good editing. It's good directing. It's good uh, uh, photography. It's just all out good. These they do. They put a lot of money, I believe, uh, in these documentaries that they do. So it's well worth it. It's well worth it and everything. Plus, it helps support them to bring out more stuff and remake and make more documentaries so they can give us information of what's going on behind the scenes. Scenes of what these crooks are doing and everything like that. Like I said, I get a lot of my information besides other places from Ty and, Shy, uh, uh, Ty and Charlene Bollinger. He's a, uh, a ex-bodybuilder. I don't know who she was, but she like she was a model. But he's an ex-bodybuilder. And uh, into a lot of holistic stuff and everything like that. But besides that, the series that's going on now is called Remedy. But don't let that fool you. It's not just talking about certain remedies that you can do that you could detox yourself from these viruses, but you can also use these detoxes just to cleanse you out, period. You know, and stuff like that. But at, uh, but these are for the ones that got the vaccine, poking and jabbing, whether you got the first shot, second shot, or all the way the five shots, whatever, whatever, Pfizer, Moderna, Myrna, whatever, Escazeneca, depends what country you're in. These remedies could help you. I'm not saying it will, but it can help you. And they have a lot of confidence in it, and I know they're very respectful, and they're very, they don't just make up something like this, so they're very trustworthy people, uh, Ty and Charlene, and all the information, and the doctors, that's on the, a lot of doctors. I, I listen to a lot of their uh, research, a lot of their uh, information, like the Children's Health Defense, they have Robert Kennedy, they have a lot of them on there, that it's a blessing to me that they are shooting all this stuff out, and I'm learning myself, and then I present it to you guys, etc., and stuff like that. So, I'm going to be only by request, only by request. I sent out, I shared some of them from a lot of people anyway. For some reason, I don't believe a lot of people is going to check it out, which is sad. But I could be wrong. Because they didn't report back or nothing doesn't mean they're not looking at it. So I don't want to jump the gun or jump a conclusion. But if you request it, 
or you want more information about it, just let me know. But I'll tell you when I got it, then that way I can just send you a link and uh, share what I get with you for free, free of charge. You know, you can go from there if you want to purchase from them, good. But you can get it from me free of charge and check them out and everything. You know, I'm not charging a cent for it, but it's worth the information. And they are exposing a lot about the vaccine. Now, me, myself, I know about all that already. But a lot of things they're bringing up is good to get that information in you and that knowledge in you. So you can have some ammunition, not for yourself only, but to spread it through people, spread it through your church, spread it through your loved ones, your husbands and your wives and your children and stuff like that, you know. Because these days... Knowledge is very important. The right knowledge. I mean, let me let me put this correctly. The right knowledge is very important, and it, and it has nothing to do with your education. It has nothing to do with your education. It just takes training and comprehending things. Now, that's why I learned it because I only have a ninth grade education. I'm not the smartest guy. I learn things, I catch on slow. Mentally, I catch up on things slow. But now, I done became, with all this advanced stuff now, that you can get a lot of information now, including AI, all this is advanced stuff that you can get a lot of information out of now, which you can use for good, even though people still go use it for evil, or you can use it for good, while it's still available to use for good. <clears throat> and I'm talking about AI, and other uh, encyclopedias and dictionaries like that use that especially when it comes to definitions of words and stuff like that to educate yourself you got to keep up today and it has nothing to do if there's certain things or wording you don't understand and doctors use a lot of crazy words I just go over my head the ones you you, you, uh, you have a hard time with look it up and find out what it means. You'd be amazed and be what? That's all. Why don't Why don't they just say it that way? <laughs> but you know, doctors and lawyers got their own type of lingo. Ooh, boy, that rain coming down hard, man. You hear it? It's coming down real hard. But Ty and Charlene Bullinger is their name, and the name of this series, docu series, which is a eight uh, docu series, uh, is eight programs called Remedy. Remedy. Very powerful, very strong, okay? All right, I got that out. Now, the conclusion, before I get into uh, spiritual obesity, I'm going to talk about spiritual obesity. And I really want you guys to be prepared for this and uh, because I'm going to be getting into a lot of things in the church. It's something I, ha this is, what I'm gonna be talking about, you heard it before on my program. So I like, a lot of times I do a lot of repetitions, but I'm, the more information and the more the Lord just in my spirit, you know, leads me in a way that I could explain things better, I'm gonna give it to you guys. So what you heard uh, a few podcasts before, I'm, I, I'm going to be saying the same thing the majority of the time, but in a different way. As I get more educated about what I'm talking about, I'm going to present it to you guys. You know, because sometimes I can talk about something 
and something just come to my head. I don't plan it. I don't write it down. It just come to my head because I'm a, I'm a thinker. I continue to think. That's why sometimes I can't get my word out, words out and sometimes I can be very over analytical. But you know, and then I say I should have said this, man, I should have said that. But some things come and I can't get it all out at one time. So what I didn't get out then, I will try to present it if I can remember to you in these upcoming episodes, okay? You know, so uh, I've been talking about physical obesity, being overweight. And I'm not a doctor, I'm not a fitness teacher, far from that. But I'm learning the basics of the combinations of the right foods to eat for myself. And I want to present that to you guys that has a problem with your weight or your health. And that's what I've done this series and everything like that. You know, that's why I mentioned those diets. Because I don't have a breakdown on every diet. No, that's not, that wasn't my... Uh, reason for doing this uh, series about the real human diet. I wanted to talk about those four diets because the high protein, low carb keto diet is one of the hottest diets out there, whether you like it or not. And it's one of the most controversial diets out there. It should not be, but it is. And what makes it, uh, again, what makes it so controversial because it goes against the status quo of the USA recommended diet program. So anytime you go against their platform or their program, it becomes controversial. See? Now, check this out. Listen very carefully. It might not uh, become controversial. It might not be controversial to you if you haven't been bogged down with the news way or the uh, American way of eating. If you already knew you was eating the opposite way than what the recommended daily allowance and what foods, low fat, high carb diet that usually most Americans was taught the way we, was, we eat. Okay? So then this will not be controversial to it because you already know that it works, or you already know that the American diet is not working, okay? But if you have been an advocate, an advocate follower of the government and the United States and America way, know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions and it's because that occasional shave really hurts it's the time of year for big occasions and yet there he is suffering with that cheap drugstore razor let's help him out henson shavings line of razors built with aerospace precision deliver a smooth shave your dad brother and even son can enjoy eventually with replacement blades just 10 cents each you'll buy it once and they'll use it for life how's that for the perfect gift Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase. And no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. There's only one road into Key West. But you won't believe where it can take you. Travel back in time to a city rich with history. Discover amazing artists and musicians. Taste seafood fresh off the boat. Or just kick back and soak up the island vibe. For more about Key West, visit flakeys.com. Key West, close to perfect, far from normal. 
or the USDA way or the FDA Food and Drug Administration way of eating or what you should eat, how you should eat three times a day, breakfast, lunch, and dinner like that, then what you have been programmed to believe in the past. See, mainly the ones that I'm talking to about that now is the baby boomers. You know, the ones that just say, now this is not for the young people, if young people listening to me. These are for the baby boomers. After, just say, after 55, 1955-1960, when uh, the Food and Drug Administration and the American Heart Association and uh, the USDA came out with a regimen that uh, high protein and uh, meats and stuff like that causes high cholesterol, different things like that, and it's bad for you. See, that's when all that kicked through between, what, 1955 and started really boomeranging in 1960, according to what I'm learning, okay? Uh, and it started boomeranging in 1960. Because before that time, there was no mention, there was no regimen of the way to eat. People just ate what they could afford. Even though going through the 30s and the 20s and the Great Depression and stuff like that, they ate what they can afford, and they was doing pretty well. They didn't look into cholesterol, they didn't know nothing about cholesterol. But it's till between 1955, when a certain doctor, I keep forgetting his name, he must not be that important. <laughs> Until, that's like I said, just like I said, I don't have no notes or nothing right here. And came up with this idea about this test he done. Check this out, through 22 countries, he tested from what I heard, you know, and he broke, he only went through five of the countries that agreed when it came to this, this uh, hypothesis of uh, the dangers of high protein and dangers of eating meat, you know, stuff like that. But he ignored the rest of the countries the rest of the 17 or whatever it was left or whatever from the 22. So the government, the American Heart Association, you know, and all them guys uh, went along with that and that's when our certain eating regimen came into play between 1955 and 1960. Then it really shot up with the low fat, high carbohydrates in the 80s until today. So a lot of you probably didn't know that we've been programmed on what to eat. And it was all, the meat was usually demonized. And the one that was lifted up more was basically vegetables and fruits and stuff like that and grains. Because of that traditional regimen we was told how to eat. So that's why the majority of us, whether we know it or not, you know, uh and our diets growing up, especially in a black ethnicity group, we ate more carbohydrates than veggies. Period. I mean, we made we ate more uh, carbohydrates, but not a lot of vegetables. Let me say that, and that would be considered very bad. What I mean by carbohydrates, bad carbohydrates like starches, macaroni and cheese and stuff like blah blah blah, you know, dressings and stuff like that. See, I could I could speak for, I could speak more 
uh, of my ethnicity, which is a, which is black. Not African American, I just say black. You can say that if you want to, but I just say black. As a black American, I'm not African. I'm a black American. I put emphasis on that. As a black man uh, in my ethnicity group, the majority of us grew up on a ton of carbohydrates. And uh, we ate a lot of meat as well. We ate a lot of pork as well. Uh, we ate a lot of poultry and fishes and stuff as well. And we ate our vegetables as well. But we ate a lot of bad carbohydrates as well too with the combination. What I mean by bad carbohydrates, a lot of sweet sugars. Man, I used to make Kool-Aid so sweet. And a lot of you probably did too when you was younger. That you can hear if if the, you don't hear the sugar scrape in the bottom of that Kool-Aid or your cereal, it ain't sweet enough. And a lot of you probably could comprehend what I'm talking about. And the black community, you know, sugar was the top dog in the in the black community. Uh, sweets was a high priority, as well as meat. All. The majority, not a, the majority of the bad carbohydrates that we ate, starches, was more than the vegetables. Uh, to predominantly the, most of the ethnicity groups in the black family. Now, Latinos could probably relate to that. They have a different dish. But remember, you think about your dish, whether you're Caucasian, whether you're Latino, Asian, whatever. I'm talking about my ethnicity group. Either way it go, especially when it comes to black community or the Latino community, we ate a lot of bad carbohydrates. And that's why a lot of us suffer with high blood pressure more than the Caucasians and stuff like that, you know. But I believe, I believe. Because if you go back on your diets, like a, whoa, 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 that scared me. That was a lot of lightning, wow. Now usually when a lightning like that, there you go, I'm just gonna say that. Thunder comes right behind it. There we go. I was just finna say that usually when you see a flash of lightning, it hits something. And then a thunder come right behind it. So I just seen that big flash. And I knew a thunder was gonna come right behind it. Well, that's when you, you live in cities that rains and thunders a lot because I lived in Alabama and all that, yeah, as well as here. But anyway, let me digress. A lot of this stuff that I'm saying, you heard it already. But, uh, I'm saying it repetitiously, or you could say redundant, not re yeah, repetitiously or redundantly, as some people use, or repeat to make it plainly. I'm repeating these things because we have to, before we start any, or before we can uh, sincerely start a high protein low-carb diet we have to mentally transform our thinking and that's the hardest part when it comes to starting uh, a high-protein low-carb diet why and a lot of you might not agree but whether you agree or not you are part of this you might say I've never been addicted to anything I've never been addicted to drugs 
I never been addicted with alcohol. I never been addicted to pornography. I never been addicted to heroin or cigarettes or whatever. I never been addicted to none of this stuff. So I'm fine. I'm good. But I can tell you, not all of you, but a big chunk of you have been addicted to something in the food program. And the majority of that addiction is sugar. Sugar. Now you might say, Joe, how you gonna sit up there? I don't eat a lot of sweets. And now that's why I say not all of you. I'm not talking about everybody. But the ones that grew up on a lot of carbohydrates, not so much the granulated sugar, the white sugar uh, crystals and stuff like that, which is very bad itself, than anything else. But what I, what I mean by sugar is carbohydrates because it all turns to sugar. Sugar brings the taste and it brings an addiction more than salt. See? And I could talk about that by experience. So a lot of us, some more than others, has an addiction to sugar. Not so much the sugar that's in a bag, the white sugar, but the, uh, the processed sugar, the things that turns to sugar, even if it's just fruits. You're addicted to sugar by eating bad carbohydrates. I don't care if it's potato chips. And I was looking at this other documentary Mostly everything here in America especially has some type of sugar in it. Now, you might say not everything. That's, don't go by what you don't taste. Because everything that has sugar in it don't taste sweet. That's the first thing you have to understand. Everything that has sugar in it do not taste sweet. But it turns to sugar. It has some type of sugar or some type of uh, fructose sweetener sugar added to it. That's the part of the American diet. No doubt. That's just a fact. That's a part of the American diet. So mostly all the, pro especially processed foods, besides meats, unless you put it into yourself, has sugar in it, which is carbohydrates, which is car even some vegetables sometimes, some of them turns to uh, sugar. Our fruit has a lot of sugar in it. Some more than others, but fruit has a lot of sugar in it, natural sugars, you know, natural sugars that, that can do harm on the long run. It depends on your immune system and your body. So one way or the other, a big chunk of us are here in America is addicted to sugar, and especially if we eat uh, or have eaten a lot of carbohydrates, okay? Now, let me give you another example. The cravings that you have for certain foods. Most foods that you have a craving for is not vegetables. Most foods that we have a craving for, especially uh, in my ethnicity group, is not vegetables. See, we didn't grow up on a lot of vegetables. Vegetables wasn't really pushed on us 
When I was growing up, it was required for us to eat it, or we didn't get no dessert because that's usually what the last thing left on your plate was some type of vegetable. You remember? Before you can get a dessert, I know in my family, before I was able to get dessert, whatever dessert it is, ice cream, cake, or cookies, whatever, I had to finish the what was left on my plate. And the majority of the time, it was vegetables. And most definitely wasn't a meat, unless it was liver, because a lot of us didn't like liver or something like that, or gizzards or something like that. But usually the meat is gone. And what's left? Like I said, I know you guys heard this before, but I'm going over this for a reason. The carbs was left, usually uh, the vegetables, because you usually ate the macaroni cheese. If you like macaroni cheese or the mashed potatoes or the dressing or the uh, whatever like that, unless it was candy yams or whatever, something like that, you usually eat that. The majority of us ate those things. Now, I'm not saying everybody ate them, but the majority of us ate those things. But what was usually left, though? Usually, uh, some of the starches and most of the vegetables. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday we made usaa insurance to help you save take advantage of discounts when you cover your home and your ride discover how we're helping members save at usaa.com slash bundle restrictions apply the main thing that was uh pushed on us that we need to eat vegetables see we left that and we and it seemed like an evil crime if we did not eat our vegetables. Even if my parents didn't eat a lot of vegetables, they mentally believed that vegetables was good for you to eat because traditionally that's what we was told, okay? But the other stuff, when it came to the meat and stuff like that, they, they made sure, I know my mom and dad, they made sure that we ate those vegetables. Even if they eat a lot of vegetables, the main vegetables in my family growing up that I can remember that was ate in my family was greens, cabbages, and green beans and stuff like that. Not so much mixed vegetables and carrots and all the other squashes and uh, uh, all those other other vegetables. We didn't eat a lot of We didn't eat uh, a lot of those type of vegetables. We ate a lot of green vegetables, but this is the trick. About time, my mom and all them put stuff in them uh, and their vegetables like the greens and the green beans and whatever like that. Man, all the nutrition was going out of it, man, because it was soaked. It was mixed with different type of juices and stuff like that, you know. So whatever nutrition was in those vegetables was killed because it was ba basically cooked out and it was added or it was just masked, M-A-S. KED mask over with something, you know, whatever like that, that took a, took a lot of nutrition out of that then. Now, we didn't know that then, but to make it taste better, to make it taste better. 
I don't remember us growing up just eating raw vegetables. None of us. In my family, I don't remember us ever eating raw vegetables, which you get all the certain nutrients and vitamins and raw vegetables. We ate a lot of uh, tampered vegetables. You know, what I mean by that, it was smothered with something. Even if it was a green bean casserole, <laughs> it was smothered with something with carbohydrates. Ooh, they're gonna lighten it again. Wow. Kind of scare me there because it's too close. Lord, help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. Here come the thunder again after that lightning. Wow. Okay, a lot of lightning tonight, which is not good. But anyway, that's the type of vegetables we ate. It was always smothered with butter or some type of sauce or something to bring a taste because we were all about taste, baby. We all about taste. So those green beans wasn't always hard. They was like, uh, soft and stuff like that and it was good but we still didn't eat it like we should even with all that that tells you vegetables was never never the number one entree growing up in my family for none of my family members and they probably could tell you the same thing it was not vegetables we probably ate a little better later more later but it was not veggies you know the recommended uh uh, diet that was recommended by the USDA, the American Standard Diet, okay? So, but we ate a lot of meat because usually we, we ate our chicken, of course, most of the majority of the time it was fried chicken. And very seldom I remember a lot of baked chicken, but it was usually fried chicken. We ate a lot of neck bones. We ate a lot of pork, chitlins and pig ears and pig feet and stuff like that. All the stuff that the, uh, the USDA or the American Heart Association would say it's bad for us. That's why, it, or give us high cholesterol or, you know, and weight gain and stuff like that. So all the stuff that was considered bad when it came to meat, we ate a lot of that. But it was always mixed with something. So, you know, what we was eating then when it came to the meat, we was told it was bad for us, especially the way black people ate it. You know, it was different ways that we seasoned and done our stuff than Caucasians. You understand what I'm saying? Than a Caucasian. If you are a Caucasian listening to me and I love you, you know you made your difference, your, your dishes different. Unless you, was grow, you grew up in a certain South environment. But you understand what I'm saying? We just had... A lot of uh, Caucasians then was known for eating a lot of bland food compared, well it was bland compared to way, compared to way, compared to the way we ate it anyway, okay? All right, okay, <clears throat> my battery and my Bluetooth is getting low on one side, and uh, it's all kind of things going on now. Let me try to get through this, and I'm going to start again, but because there's a lot of thundering and stuff going on. But... Uh, okay, let me do something here right quick. Let me do something here. Bear with me. Since my uh, Bluetooth is getting weak, I'm going to take it off Bluetooth. If it doesn't make, make up nothing, mess up nothing, I hope not. And uh, see what happens with that. Okay. Or just... What I'm going to do, I'm not, I'm, going to, I'm not going to mess with nothing. I'm going to play it through. Then I'm going to start this over again because this is going to be a long conclusion when it comes to this diet. But what I want to do 
I wanna uh I'm going back to this over again because I want you to understand the story of growing up eating a lot of carbohydrates. And if you are interested in looking into a low carb, high protein diet, you have to think about those things if you've been eating a certain way for all these years. Now I'm talking about the baby boomers, not the young millennials. I'm not talking about the ones that was born, you know, just say uh, in the mid 80s on up. You know, mid 80s on up. You know, or even after that. Because you don't have the same type of history than the ones that was born in the 60s or even before in that era. Like myself, born in 1964. So we have a long record of eating a traditional way when it comes to different carbs and whatever like that. It's so much new stuff out there and so many different things that wasn't around when I was growing up. So I'm just talking to uh, the baby boomers before me and the end of the baby boomers, which is the 60s, whatever, like me, 1964. I'm not talking about before because I wasn't living back there, but I just heard about it and researched it. So I'm just got to just talk about my era, what I grew up on, you know, traditional, traditional wise when it came to eating. And Remember the way that I ate and neighbors ate and family members ate and uh, different things like that. We basically, in our community, basically ate the same way. We ate the same type of foods. We ate the, mainly the same type of desserts, you know. We had most families going through my way. We had moms and dads at home. We had a mother and a father in the house, different than what's going on today. It was more two-parent homes when I was born growing up. It was more, you didn't hear a lot about divorce, but it was divorce because my parents got divorced and you know, in the 70s and stuff like later on down the line. But my point is, I'm basically aiming this at the ones in that era. But that don't mean that the, the younger generation or some of the millennials cannot listen to this, but you would not grasp a lot of things that I'm saying because you wasn't around in those eras. And that's the same with the ones that was born before me. They can give some stories that I can't comprehend, you know, because I wasn't there. So those are different cycles. You, The younger generation is in a different cycle now, the way they eat. They don't know too much about what we ate or some of the things. Some of them never even heard of chitlins. They never really comprehend eating pig ears and different things like that, you know neck bones, you know, hog mogs and stuff like that. A lot of the, the youngsters have never even heard of that stuff. And they probably frown up at stuff like that. So that's what I'm talking about. We ate some meats uh, that they would put down so bad back then. Today, it would be outlawed today. Not because it's bad. It's because it's not recommended by the USDA recommendation. You know, remember, there's a, there's a, a bullseye on protein. There's a bullseye on meat and poultry still today from our government. See, 
So there's still a bullseye. But back in those times, those are things we ate. Majority of the time, we ate a lot of meat. We ate a lot of pork in the black community, a lot of pork. Most of the families in the neighborhood, and I mean that literally, in our neighborhood, we ate a lot of pork. We ate a lot of chicken. That's why people have jokes about black people eating fried chicken. Yeah, because we did. We eat a lot of fried stuff. Fried chicken, fried pork chops, a lot of that stuff. Now, let me tell you something. You might say, Joe, but all that was good, right? Yeah, the, the meat was good. The problem was what we put on the meat that made it bad. What is that? It ain't the seasoning so much. Ooh. Wow, that was a big one. But it's lightning getting too close. It reminds me of that movie uh, with Tom Cruise, the remake, The World of the Worlds. It seemed like that lightning coming out the same way. It's kind of beautiful, but it's creepy. Okay, as long as it don't get too much closer. Well, anyway, uh, the fried, the chicken wasn't a problem. The pork chops was not the problem. The neck bones was not the problem. You know, the fish was not the problem. Whether they did you debone them or whatever like that. You know, those meats, even some of the organs we ate in the pigs, which we call chitterlings, which some people call it pig guts, and the uh, Latinos or the Mexicans, they call it something else. But everybody got their own way to call these. I grew up on chitterlings, chitterlings, were not the problem. The problem when it came to the chickens and stuff that we ate is what was put on it. The flour and all the bad oil that we fried it in. That took a lot of the nutrients out of that good chicken. See, that was the problem. That's why I said one time, if I grew up just eating maybe baked or even grilled, or even rotisserie, or even broiled meat with regular vegetables, not tampered with, and stuff like that, and no starches, I would not be this fat today, no doubt. Now, I will be overweight if I was still eating the cake, and the desserts, and the cookies, and the ice cream, and the different things like that. I will have some weight only and a possibility, you know, diabetic or whatever, or a lot of things that people have today. You follow what I'm saying? So just say if I grew up just eating baked, grilled, rotisserie. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Since 1981, Unbound has connected people like you with families worldwide on their self-directed paths out of poverty. A brighter future is possible for these families when we all walk together. Sponsor a child today, and you'll help a family take the first steps on their path. Change their future in just one click. Start walking with your new friend today at unbound.org walk.
type of meat when it came to fishes and stuff like that, you know, and more raw vegetables, you know, maybe with some butter on it and stuff like that. The season is usually not the problem, you know. If I just ate that with some grains, if I just ate that, remember, put emphasis on the protein, on the meat. The majority of the black community and whoever else ate like that wouldn't have, would not have these obesity issues that we have now without the added outside junk carbohydrates, without the flour on our foods, without the added stuff that poison, you know, these foods and different things like that, that uh, changed it. See, we must mentally, we must understand this. The problem with us and our issues with chronic illnesses and comorbidities and stuff like that, it's not the protein, it's not the meat, it's not at all, it's how we cooked it, it's how we cooked it, it's what we put on it. Now. The factories, they can manipulate vegetables more than they can manipulate cows and milk and stuff like that. Like that young lady was saying the other day, it's, it's harder. You can taint meat, of course. Let me give you an example. I've seen this another documentary that uh, freaked me out. You know when you go in stores sometimes, and especially when you go in a processed area where they got the processed meat and different things like that, you see that beautiful pink ham. And this got me going. And I didn't know this. You see this beautiful pink ham. It looks perfect. I always had a problem with things that look too perfect anyway, especially fruit. And it's so perfect and pink looking. They done a documentary on that the other day that I checked out. But then they explained why they done that. Now, according to... This is another country, but they all coordinates the same way here in America. You probably knew this, and so if you do, okay, this is for the ones that don't. According to them, before ham, when ham first comes out, whatever animal it comes out, it's, it's, it's basically grayish looking. It's not pink looking, like traditionally we was told. It's basically gray, ham. So what they do, when they go through these machines, now I'm talking about wieners and stuff too, they basically are, are dry looking, gray looking, you know, according to this country, you know. They're not so pretty, let me just put it that way. So what they do in a lot of these factories, they when they go on that assembly line, they go through that rack, it's something that they call Nicene, I think. And it looks kind of eerie when they, it reminds me of a vaccine shot. Because what they do, they inject that dark, gray-looking ham. And with some type of nicene or nitine, they call it salt. Nicene salt. They inject it. And what they're injecting in it, it turns that gray ham, the original color of ham, pink. Did you know that? Well, you know it now. It turns the original color of that gray ham pink. According to this documentary, I did not know that. So, it's been tainted. Now, 
That's not the deal. Now let's find out why do they do that. And this might, whoo, oh my God. This lightning is getting bad. Wow, it's like it's hitting the same area. Like it's dropping off aliens, like I say, like we're all in the world. <laughs> it looks just like that. Like they dropping stuff off. Wow, it looks just like the world of the worlds, you know. But anyway, uh, I'm sorry, but this is kind of freaking me out. All right. They injected, so the original color of ham turns pink. See? The original color of ham turns pink. And now the reason why, because there's always a reason why they do things, why they inject things, even when they inject animals to death. The reason, and they was talking in another language, that they do that is they believe if the ham don't look good enough or pretty enough or the meat don't look pretty enough, it won't sell as well. Let me repeat myself. The reason they do that, inject it and make it pinkish and perfect look at the ham that you see, because the reason they do that, inject it with this Nicene, which is dangerous, I heard, this certain type of Nicene, something like that, salt they inject in it that turns it pink, is for uh, marketing more. You can market better when it's good looking. It's just like they do models and stuff like that. Uh, ugly people don't sell. Uh, somewhat ugly newscasters don't go a long way according to society. So they do the same with meat. They make it more beautiful because it's good for the market and they believe, they don't have no proof, they believe it will sell more. See? So, without you and me knowing that, we would think those are average, those are natural colors of these certain hands and stuff like that. Am I right? But without this stuff being exposed now, you know, or by me just being nosy and looking up these different things, I know why certain meats and hams look like they do now because what they inject in it. I just didn't know what and I just didn't know the why. Okay? You follow what I'm saying? My point is, let me digress. So some foods can be tainted. Animals can be tainted. But it's harder to really taint a full cow and stuff like that, like you can do vegetables and other stuff. You understand what I'm saying? And sugars. You understand what I'm saying? So you always have a better chance just eating meat. You can always have a better chance finding good meat and stuff like that. Now, they got a lot of fake meat going on. I like to call it clone meat and like impossible meat and all that, possible burgers, all that Bill Gates garbage and all that uh, factory uh, program meat and stuff like that now. So it's coming to the point where they are trying to limit and kill God's animals and recreate a clone meat. I'm just putting it like it is. See, you ought, to, you ought to know that by now because you think about all these animals coming up dead. Whoa. Whoa, this lightning, man. All these animals coming up dead. All these factories. Uh, I forgot how many it was. All of a sudden, out of the blue, caught on fire with animals and stuff dying in it. Finding dead cows and all this stuff, all this stuff. 
Bill Gates buying up all, he's the biggest farmland owner in the nation here in the United States now, Bill Gates, that demon, Bill Gates. Over 200 or something more, 200 something thousand acres that Bill Gates owned today. And you know what he's about. Eugenics and cloning and process or different kind of uh, lab food and stuff like that. So it's not a coincidence at all. These animals and these train railings and stuff like that happens to have animals in them coming up on fire and turning over. So they're trying to get rid of real meat, grass eating animals and stuff like that, you know. Uh, the rudiment animals. The rudiment, the, rudiment, the rudiment animals are the animals somewhat with the four stomachs that grazes. That grazes on grass and stuff like that. In other words, they're trying to kill up the animals. It ain't gonna happen, but they still, they, they're killing up a lot of animals. And stuff like that. And that's happening on purpose. They try to say they're doing it for the environment. They're trying to do it. They're cutting down trees. They're trying to say they're doing it for an environment. But all this is getting set up for the Great Reset. See, it's part of that control mechanism that they're trying to do, okay? But I don't want to get into all this, that. That's another teaching in itself that you need to look into. Okay? All right? Okay. I'm going to end it with this. Now, back to what I was saying, mentally. Once you understand, just say, okay, in order for you to even think about, to me, in my opinion, before you even jump in, jump in a high-protein, low-carb diet, you must understand the pros and the cons. And I talked about that in my other pod, my other shows. Please go back and listen to, especially the cons, because there is some cons to this diet, or there can be some cons to the low carb, high protein diet. You know, when I'm talking about the keto food and the different things, some of the supplements you need to load up on, especially when it comes to potassium, the magnesium, electrolytes, and stuff like that, because you're going to lose a lot of that. You know, it depends on how much carbohydrate or sugar addict that you are and you are, most of us are sugar addicts. That don't mean you're going home eating a bag of sugar. I'm letting you know, if you eat a lot of carbohydrates, a lot of bad junk food and you kind of just do that almost every day, whether you're fat or skinny, you're addicted to carbohydrates. You're addicted to sugars. You know, if you're drinking all those bad sodas and uh, sweet juices, mostly everything that's bad for you when it comes to food is usually uh, tastes good. Usually tastes good. That's the way they set it up. Because Americans is built on what? Taste. Not health. We mostly our eating is built on taste. You know, not health. Taste first, health later. Taste first, health second. That's the idea. Even though they might not even do it Purposely, but that's the way we've been traditionally programmed. Taste first, <clears throat> uh, <clears throat> health later. It's just like the certain medicines that the majority of Americans taking that's killing us. We look for a quick fix, not a healing. We look for the Band-Aid and the Medicaid. You know, a quick fix when it comes to medicine. 
and we become addicted to those medicines because it's a quick fix. It don't heal us, but it takes things away real quick. It's just like a drug. That's why I say you're addicted to something. It might not be the main addictions I'm talking about, but the majority of us are addicted to something. See? Because we always going back forward. Sometimes you can get a little headache and you go for that Tylenol, you go for that Aleve, you go for that ibuprofen, whatever it is. You know, and you, it's not even a bad headache. Some people take it before they even get a headache because mentally they just think that thing is going to take it. And some, and this stuff is good, don't get me wrong, but it's only a band-aid. It don't heal the seat. It don't heal the problem. It's just medicates. It's just band-aids. Okay. That's how our eating is, especially in America. We taste first and hate and health later. Taste first and with us and then healthy later, you know, uh, and stuff like that. That's why a lot of us don't eat vegetables. Because a lot of us don't really like vegetables. We just force ourselves to eat it because we told vegetables is the best thing on our four keys, on our four course meal. It's vegetables. We've been trained to think that way. And things with low fat, you know, or low sugar is the best thing for us. See? But the majority of us still don't eat a lot of vegetables. See? You have some vegetarians, a lot of vegetarians that don't eat nothing but vegetables, not because they like it, they force themselves to like it because they mentally think vegetables is the best thing we should be eating, not, not meat, not protein. They think it's vegetables. So a lot of vegetarians mentally, and you can mentally do this, make yourself like something. You can psych yourself out to like something. See? You know? That's why you see some vegetarians, they wind up adding a little fish, and they wind up adding rice, they wind up, they missing something, so a lot of them wind up adding something. And it's usually a, another carbohydrate. They won't go to the meat, but it's usually about another carbohydrate. Why do they wind up adding something? Because they stay hungry a lot. And this is what I heard. They stay hungry a lot. They wind up being hungry again. So, Because vegetables never really fill you up. Because carbs can't fill you up like meat and protein can. See? Carbs and vegetables, that is. When it comes to junk food car, uh, uh, carbs, it fills you up what? Temporarily. After it tears your stomach up and you poop it all out with diarrhea or whatever like that or constipation, mainly diarrhea, but it never fulfills your body. You wind up, what, hungry again. Some people a few hours later, if they're not sick, they wind up hungry again. Oh, I wind up hungry again. Ooh. Wind up hungry again. You understand what I'm saying? See, so if you're thinking about uh, starting a keto diet, I'll give you a handshake, but just say, just remember this. I hand clap, I'm sorry, not a shake, because I'm not here to uh, shake your hand. I can't see you. But I give you a hand clap. If you are obese, and I'm talking about overweight now, and you have a lot of comorbidities, diabetes, whatever, or hypertension, which is high blood pressure, and a lot of other stuff like that, I would recommend one of these diets, Atkins Keto, 
whatever. I would recommend those two first. Why? Not saying that the carnivore or the lion diet just won't work for you. Excuse me. But I know the majority of people just cannot just eat meat. That's why I recommend a keto because you are allowed meats and stuff like that and then it grows from there. Then it's a stricter keto which allows at least 20 grams or sometimes 30 grams of carbohydrates. Uh, good carbohydrates. No sugars. None of that other stuff. No sugars, no junk, nothing like that. And you have to stay away from the keto snacks, the keto bread, and all that other keto stuff. That's just for making money. Most of that stuff is no good. You know. And uh, just strictly do the keto diet with 70, 80% of protein, which is meats, poultry, fishes, and fowls, and stuff like that. And maybe 20 to 25% of uh, carbohydrates, mainly vegetables and stuff like that. I'd rather you start that way. But before you even start, get some, let YouTube and get some training. I can let you know about Dr. Westman and he will, he has a pamphlet or even, you know, because he knows the Atkins format and everything like that, that can walk you through, especially if y'all already a diabetic or have low blood and everything like that, because I'm not going to tell you to start it because I'm not a doctor. They know how, they, uh, these doctors tell you where to start. I don't know, the, I don't know what to tell you. And uh, they will tell you where to start, what's, what's starting, what's the best food to start with when you're doing a keto diet. I don't recommend the carnivore, which is or the lion, which is all meat. It works for a lot of people starting that way, but I'm not going to be the one to recommend it. It's up to you. But I just want you to get a, a not a regular doctor because they're gonna they're gonna it gotta be a holistic or a metabolic doctor that deals with proteins and carbs and stuff like that. Not. Because most doctors don't know they're not trained in nutrition. You need a nutrition doc, a doctor that specifically is trained and certified in low carb, high protein. That's the type of doctor. So if you if you don't have a doctor like that, look for one. You don't have to go to your main doctor, look for another doctor. And ask them where you should start on the keto diet and stuff like that. Now, if you want to do the carnivore, the carnivore diet, the same thing. Uh, I would recommend the carnivore for a real obese person that want to lose weight fast. I would recommend the carnivore, but mentally you still have to prepare yourself, or you will not make it. You will not. You will fail because it's more than just eating meat. I thought it was all about eating meat. Yes, it is. Uh, it is all about eating meat. But you don't want to get caught on, caught up in eating the same thing. See, I don't care how much you love meat. You don't want to get caught up eating the same thing. Unless you can tolerate it. And I'm talking about the ones that won't. That's not able to tolerate the same thing. You have to learn how to be creative. You have to learn how to just eat more than one meat, or you might be the one just to only eat steak and beef. I'm not trying to judge you. That's on you, but I know the majority of the people, men and women, they say, oh, I can do this. I like meat anyway. You will be tested and you will be tested and you will find out how much you really like meat when you're on a carnivore diet. What do I mean by that? Because 
taste-wise, you have to train yourself that you say you eat a lot of meat, but you always ate meat with some carbohydrates. You always ate meat with some, some type of side dish the majority of the time. You, a lot, you ate a lot of meat made with bread, with sandwiches and stuff like that. But when you start just eating meat with just nothing or just your seasoning or whatever like that, cheese sometimes, it depends how you want to go. It's not easy for everybody. You find out you ate meat like you ate it because it had condiments on it. It had bread on it. That's why you like that meat that much. But when you get to just eat the meat itself, it's going to play out after a while because you're not used to eating that roast beef alone without that melted bread and all that cheese around it and peppers and stuff like that. You're not used to just eating a roast beef. You find out you say, man, I need that bread. That's what I mean. You you, you teach your body because you, you, you learn and you say, wow. That's how you find out that you was addicted to carbohydrates and sugar when you take those things away because the carnivore diet is a taken away diet. Let me say this again. The carnivore diet is a taken away diet. Now all of them is. Keto takes away a lot, but the carnivore takes away all carbs. This is a no carb diet. The keto is carbs diet in the Atkins, but the carnivore and the lion diet Especially lion, which is the strictest diet, because you have you, there's no other beverages you can drink, according to them. You can do what you want. I don't get caught up with everybody say. I, I I do what's good for my body. I mean, I still drink coffee. And I still do little sweeteners and stuff like that. Not uh, regular sugar though. So it's on you. The lion diet is just salted meat, cooked or raw, and water. See, that's the only beverage when it comes to so sort of lion is very strict, very strict. It works, but it's very strict. That's why I don't recommend those diets for everybody. Unless you just straight out a beast. I just I would I jump right into it. And maybe I shouldn't have earlier because I didn't prepare myself for what I'm going to be missing with the potassium and the uh the minerals, the, uh, not the minerals, but the magnesium and stuff like that. But I made up for it now, and I'm liking this diet, man. I'm really liking it. I'm, my body is changing. I'm very picky now. I read a lot of labels now. I'm losing the weight. I don't get as bloated. Now, everything ain't going away. Now, I still once in a while get that little gas. You know, that could be from the air that you breathe when you walk. It's not because of the food. It's just sometimes you breathe in air and you get gas. See, your body starts changing. Gas is not, a lot of times gas is not because of what you ate, it's because the air from outside, whatever, going into your body and everything like that causes you to have gas. That, that, that happens sometimes. So, all right. I have less indigestion to none. Uh, the gas is still there somewhat, but not as much. I burp more than I fart. That might sound gross to people, but I'm just being real. I burp more than I fart. But my point is, I can feel my body changing. Because, man, I, it didn't happen overnight when I was eating bad. And I don't expect it to change overnight. So it's a lot of detoxing by eating this protein and meat that my body has to go through. So let me stop right here. And then I'm going I'm to do another segment. And I'm going to end it then. Next week, Lord's willing, I'm going to get into spiritual obesity.
But what I want, well, what I want to end this with, what I want to end this with, you need to really just think about this. And also, if you're a prayer, pray about it. A believer, pray about this, you know. Uh, and go to YouTube, not Google. <laughs> go to YouTube and look up keto diet. Or if you want, Dr. Westman. It's Dr. Barry. It's a, it's a lot of doctors out there. It's a lot of carnivore diets out there. I, I don't recommend all of them. Not saying that they're bad, but you can get so oversaturated because a lot of them have their different opinions of work for them or some of their patients. And like I often say, one shoe does not fit all. So just, I can recommend Dr. Westman and Dr. Barry and stuff like that. There's a lot of doctors that teaches on keto <clears throat> and carnivore. And I leave that, I can recommend, but I still leave it up to you because what I recommend still, that, uh, you know, you might like this doctor more than the other. So really, but anyway, find a good metabolic doctor a high-protein, low-carb doctor, doctor, which you can find easily on YouTube, but let those be your doctors of information, unless you, you know, if you don't know them physically, unless they, or find information, like Dr. Barry, <clears throat> give you information of doctors in your area, that's how I find out this doctor that I'm going to check out in my area, Tony Hampton, that's a me uh, metabolic doctor, high-protein, low-carb. You know, and I'm going to start talking with him. Man. I'm sounding my throat. Man. All right. Talking to him. Sorry about that gross sound. But something is all in my throat. <clears throat> when anyway, uh... We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday when you save on auto insurance for driving safe with usaa safe pilot you'll feel like a big deal even in a traffic jam save up to 30 percent with usaa safe pilot restrictions apply do that do educate yourself you know reach out and don't just jump right into it learn about it ask questions you know how to stop, especially if you have some type of chronic issues like diabetes and high blood pressure, hypertension and low blood sugar and stuff like that. Talk to YouTube some of these doctors. It's easy to find information about it before you jump right into it or, or it could hurt you. You know, we don't want you to just stop and drop your medicines, your your statins and stuff like that. You know, whatever you're taking that's been a doctor. I would never do that. That's why I say, you know, you might know another diet you want to try. It's up to you. But I want to let you know the low pro, the low, the low uh, fat and a high carb diet. You know, already it's not working for you. It leaves you hungry or something like that. You need something to lower your insulin level and stuff like that. And these diets have been already proven to reverse type 2 diabetes, some type 1, family traits, but a lot of type 2 diabetes has been reversed because of keto diets and carnivore diets. It's already been proven. Not by me, but other doctors. 
Okay. So I'm gonna go with this. I'm gonna keep you give you a, a more testimonies about what's going on with me because nothing's like your own experience. And how my not only my weight loss but my health, how I'm feeling. I'm gonna set up a day, Lord's willing, and give me a physical and have all that checked out. You know, still nothing to do it now, but I'm gonna go a little longer then I'm gonna I wish I had something before to show uh my doctor, but I'm gonna wait a little longer and stuff like that, etc. You can do it different. Measure yourself, weigh yourself, and, and go get a physical, and then get some advice about the uh, low-carb diet, high-protein, and then start it. It's, yeah, just start it. But get educated in it first if you have other issues, like I said earlier, okay? All right. Until next time, I'm going to often say this, and I'm going to keep saying this. All this I'm telling you about weight loss, and being in good health again, we need to take care of our, our bodies physically. The most important thing in life is uh, spiritual, your spiritual being. While you're on this earth, we need to take care of ourselves physically. We need to take care of our health. But there's an afterlife. We get closer here, like Jack Fantasy. Listen to me. <laughs> There's an afterlife, okay? There is an afterlife. And to think about that, I'm talking about the spirit realm. Your eternal security. You could be in the best shape to the worst shape. But you could still be in a situation that you still spiritually condemned. See, right now your spirit man is dead if you're not saved, if you're not a believer. Your spirit man is dead. Spirit man, I mean as a woman too, is dead. It needs to be quickened. Which was the King James Version says It needs to be quickened And need to be made alive Okay And the only way that can happen Is you need a jump start You know how you jump off a battery You know people that know the Basics about car battery jumping How you jump off a battery Your spirit man or woman Need to be jumped off It needs to be Like Frankenstein but only perfect in Frankenstein and needs to be made alive. And the only one that can do that is not you. It's not a diet. It's not your physical physical shape, good or bad. It's Jesus Christ. See? It's Jesus Christ. Now, how is he able to do that? Now, how is he able to do that? Let me give you this short little run through. He's able to do that. And there's only one reason why he's able to do that. Listen closely. It's because there's no sin in the way now because he took away all your sins. You understand that he took away all your sins. God wiped out every man and woman's sin since over 2,000 years before ago. He walked, that's the past, present, and future. Not the upper future when the rapture is gone, church is gone. He wiped away your sins over a couple of thousand years ago. 
that was already dealt with before you was even thought of or born. Your sins was already dealt with. Your parent, your granddad, your your last forefathers, whatever. He dealt with that on the cross, the other side of the cross. When he said it is finished, he dealt with that. But it was not revealed then. It was only revealed after the on the other side of the cross to the Apostle Paul in Acts 9. Starting. Okay? It was only revealed uh, to the Apostle Paul, so you will only get this mystery, which the Bible calls it in the King James Version, the mystery from the teachings of the Apostle Paul. He's the only one that can explain it, and he, he knows about it because Jesus Christ is telling them this in his heavenly ministry. You understand what I'm saying? Now, let me digress. Why he's able to do this and save you that way and I'm going to tell you how in a little bit. It's because, see, see, God had to take care of the sin problem first. Now, I know that's contrary to what you believe or what you have been taught in your church. And I'm going to talk about like a lot of that when I get into spiritual obesity, which is going to take a lot of mental and spiritual transforming, traditional junk dropping. It's going to be just as deep as the physical diet, just as deep. And just as important, more important. See, God had to get rid of sin first before he can reconcile himself to us, to the world. He had to get rid of sin first. We was traditionally taught that we had to be saved first for our sins to be forgiven. And I'm a I'm, Trey Searcy said it this way. One of my 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 good teachers, Trey Searcy, Truth Time Radio. I'm gonna let you hear a little Trey Searcy in the future too. He's powerful. He put it like this, and it's very true. We have been told traditionally, and I put a lot of emphasis on traditions because they, they could be very dangerous. Not all, but most are very dangerous. That salvation first, forgiveness second. Salvation first, forgiveness second. You must be saved first before God can forgive you. Okay? Let me tell you why that's wrong. That's error. Okay? In order, if God... In order for God, let me see how I can put this. If you believe that, and you have been taught that, that means God reconciled himself to sin. He said, Joe, what do you mean? If your sins haven't been forgiven already, I'm talking about the unsaved. If your sins haven't been forgiven already, that means you still had your sin and God reconciled himself to sin. You see how foolish that sounds? And God hates sin. God cannot look at sin. Sin melts in the eyes of God. So why would God reconcile himself back to sin, to a sinful world? See, that means you and your sin can get to heaven easily. That sounds like a universalist. See, if you 
had a, now I ain't talking about your acts. I'm talking about your nature. That's what needs to be redeemed, your nature, because you're going to sin. But if God was not charging you with sin, there was no reason. In other words, if God, if you were still in your sin, there was no reason for God taking away the law. Now, the majority of you, believers and unbelievers, let's talk about the believers now, know we are not under the law today. You know that, correct? You know we're not under the Mosaic law, correct? So if you believe in that you get sin, you go for, sins get forgiven later after salvation, that's meaning, that means God reconciled himself uh, to a sinful world and then you have to say what was the purpose of Jesus dying in you believe Jesus died for the sins of the world correct do you believe that Jesus died for the sins of the world believer and unbeliever do you believe that Jesus died for everybody's sin the majority of you will say yes you believe that. But why is it so much an issue? Listen closely. If he died for everybody's sin, that means no one's sin needs to be forgiven because he already died for them. Correct? This is just basic school now. If he died for the world's sin, that means the world has no sin. That's, that's not hard to figure out. It didn't say he died for the saved. It does. It, it said he died. When he said it is finished, he was talking about the world, the unsaved, the unbeliever, the wicked, wretched world. And it was only revealed to Paul. The the the, the, the it came to full full fruition through the teachings of Paul. So therefore, let me digress. God will never have his son to go through that and take up your sins and still you are a sinner. What was the purpose Jesus died from the world's sin? That means he died for nothing if you are still need forgiveness of sins. You see how Goofy that sound? Nah, I'm not messing with you because I used to believe that too because traditionally I was taught that way. We was never taught by the majority of the churches because a lot of us never really understand grace and we never understood what happened at the cross when Jesus said it was finished. We thought we did. When he said it was finished, that means every man and woman sin after that, not before, when he was walking the earth, after that death was wiped away. What's that? Romans 4 16 said, Well, there is no law, there is no sin. Therefore, if everybody was still in their, their sins are still counting against them, that means the law is still in play because the sin is only exposed when the law is in place. You understand what I'm saying? know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions and it's because that occasional shave really hurts 
It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Your home is more than the sum of its parts. And creating a truly extraordinary space is about more than picking the perfect products. That's why the experts at Ferguson Bath, Kitchen, and Lighting Gallery are here to help you throughout the entire process to create a home that's as unique as you are. Bring your vision to us. Schedule your showroom consultation and see more from brands like Monogram at build.com slash Ferguson. So how could you think that you are still being unforgiving and you are still need your sins forgiven if there is no law. If there is no law, there is no sin to judge against you and I. Okay, I hope you're getting that. I'm trying to make it as plain as I can. Some of you is going to go over your head anyway because you don't want to believe it. It ain't that you, you, you know it's not true. You just don't want to believe it. When Jesus said in 2 Corinthians, when Paul said, in 2 Corinthians uh, 5 and 19, God is not imputing trespasses. Trespasses means sins against the world. No more. That's plain and simple. You want it more simple? God is not charging the world with sin. That, that's plain and simple. Now, what I know it ain't no what I feel. I know what you have a problem with. You got a problem with thinking forgiveness of sins and salvation is the same thing. That's what your problem is. That's what your uh, arrogance come in. You feel you have to do something because you got forgiveness and salvation twisted. You got it mixed up. They, you think they come in one package. Now, I'm not knocking with I'm Like I said, I'm not jumping it because I used to believe that. You believe it's one package. So when somebody say your sins has already been forgiven, what that sounds like to you is saying that they already saved. No, that's universalist teaching. That's not what I'm saying. And that's not what the Bible's saying. And that's not what the Apostle Paul or Jesus is teaching. He's not teaching universalism that everybody go to heaven. But everybody's sins are forgiven. Your sins been forgiven does not equal to salvation. That's what the churches, Satan mastered this. The enemy mastered this to believe that forgiveness come out to salvation. Forgiveness is not salvation. And you don't need to be forgiven to be saved. What you need to be saved is believe by faith what Jesus done to do that. Whether you believe you have been forgiven of your sins or not, don't change nothing. You still sin, still have already been forgiven, whether you believe that or not, because it ain't based on you going to heaven, just believing that. That's still automatically, that's already been done. You can't take that away, No, whether you believe it or not. Your sins, whether you're against it, your sins are still being forgiven. But you still will go to hell. You see what I'm saying? Let me put it point blank. Forgiveness of your sins and salvation is not one package. Let me break it down to you more this way. You have been forgiven, but you have not been redeemed. 
You have not been reconciled. You have not been glorified. You have not been justified. See, you have not been none of that. You have just been forgiven. What did uh, being forgiven open the doors for? It opened the door for you can now be reconciled back to God because he already reconciled himself back to us. Why? Because there's no sins against us because it's all on Jesus Christ. That's how God was able to reconcile himself back to us because there's no sin that he sees on his son. If we were still in sin, God would not be able to reconcile himself to us and all of us would still go to hell. We would still be under the law. Because the law shows you and us our sin. I hope you didn't. You're getting this. I hope you're getting this. This is very important because I'm going to get into a lot of this when I talk about spiritual obesity. I'm going to get into a lot of this. It's going to upset a lot of people and it's going to help a lot of people. Okay? So I'm going to focus on one that's going to help. All right? Because some people are just going to get stuck in their traditions. And they're going to be accountable and responsible of people going to hell with their wrong doctrine. Forgiveness, sins have to be dealt with first. That's why Jesus died on the cross. Sins have to be dealt with first. There was, there's no man, there's no one righteous, no, not one. All have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Romans 3 and 23. God commended his love toward us. Listen to this. While we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Listen to this again. God showed his love. He commended his love toward us while we were yet sinners. Who is we? The world. He's not just talking about believers. The world, while we were yet sinners, because Christ died for the world. While we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. See? All those sins, past, present, and future, he took upon himself. They call that the Day of Atonement. He took it on himself. He atoned for those sins. That's how God was able, according to 2 Corinthians 5 and 18, to reconcile himself back to the world. Only for that reason, because the world sin was not being uh, imputed or charged against them. Now, this is what happens because your sins have been forgiven already. Now you can and have a chance to be saved. Because you don't have sin blocking you out. And God can see clear now. Because there's no sin blocking it off. That's more beautiful and miraculous than the traditional way of teaching. Because the traditional way of teaching puts all the work on you. Something you and I got to do. That's why you speak, oh, I hope I'm right when God come get me. They believe in a rapture and everything. Oh, I hope I'm doing this. That's why people, every Sunday, keep going up to the altar, talking about confessing their sins, confessing their sins, because they traditionally stuck in that sins comes after salvation. You have to live a certain way. It's that Calvinist type of teaching that's mucked up the church. That Calvinist type of teaching that mucked up the church. 
churches don't know how to rightly divide or they refuse to rightly divide. They put Israel and and uh, Israel's program and the uh, the Gospel Grace program all in one bucket and wonder why they're so confused. They mix James, Peter, and Paul's teachers and the four Gospels all up, knowing good and well it's a lot of contradiction, and it is because you're not rightly dividing. You're trying to be Israel and you're trying to be the body of Christ. You're trying to be part of the kingdom of heaven and you're trying to be the new creature body of Christ. You're talking about you born again and how could you be born again and, and a new creature at the same time? See? You see? You're putting everything in one package. That's why you messed up on forgiveness. So I know I went a long way, but I really want you guys to understand. Get your mind off being forgiven first. That's already done. God ain't got nothing to forgive you for. That's already been taken care of. If you miss it, if you miss the rapture catching away, it's because of your unbelief. It's because you didn't believe what Jesus done for you. That's the only way you'll miss it. Not because of your sins. It's when you get saved, that's when you try to do better with your sins, okay? But before then, your sins are not charged against you. No more, period. Whether you're not saved or saved, what? Your sins, are not, whether you're saved or not saved, your sins are not charged against you. But it will affect you. It's just God is not charging it. He's not taking the sting away. He's not taking the pain that this body will go through because of sin. He's just not charging you for it. Why? We're going to continue to go through the sting of sin and the pain because we got a sin nature. He didn't deliver us from our sin nature yet. He's just not charging you with sin. That's why a, uh, a killer or a thief can go to court and get acquitted, but he's still a thief. Because that nature hasn't been delivered. He's just been acquitted. He's just been forgiven. It's the same thing. You're still going to sin. And yes, you are. Because you are in this sin nature. But God is not charging you for it. But you still going to feel the pain. And you still going to sting. And some people will die in their sin because of their sin. It ain't because God killing you or wiping you out. It's because their sin is going to destroy you. But God's still not charging you for it. You understand what I'm saying? Being forgiven of sin doesn't mean you have a new, your sin nature has been forgiven and you won't sin no more. The church has got it twisted. You're going to sin because what? You have a sin nature. You're going to sin when you're saved. If that was the case, even when you get saved, how come you're still sinning? And some people more, they sin more than they did before they got saved. So you know your nature is not, then they blame God. Now God didn't get rid of your nature. He just not charging you for it. So you can't go and sin like you want to because you're going to suffer the penalty. Not from God, it's from your flesh, it's from yourself. Because sin brings a sting. It brings consequences. So you try to work to try not to sin. See, it ain't like God wants you to sin because he, not, he, haven't, he, he cleanses from all sin. No, sin is still going to take effect on you. See, people still get ran over by cars. Christians still get shot, ridiculed, persecuted in other countries. They still do die. 
They still sin because we're in this sinful body. But we don't have to stay in it. When a rapture comes, we get these immortal bodies. That's when the nature, the mortality is going to swallow, our immortality is going to swallow up mortality. That's what I mean. See, that don't happen when you get forgiven. That only happens when the day of redemption comes. Not when you first get saved. That happens after the catching away of the church, the rapture. Or unless you die before that, then you, you'll be waiting for your new bodies. But when you get redeemed, that happens afterwards. You understand what I'm saying? So until that time, you're still in a sinful nature body. You just have help with the Holy Spirit now, and your spirit has been made alive. And you don't have to sin anymore. But the only way to be saved is just believing, not being forgiven of your sins. It's already been wiped away. It's you believing what Jesus done. That's the way to salvation, according to 1 Corinthians 15, 1 and 9. The only way to be saved today is believing in the death, burial, resurrection of Jesus Christ generally, okay? I hope you got something out of this. It's not so much more I can tell you, but I'm going to keep putting it out there until it gets in your head and then it transforms into your spirit heart. Okay? Traditions, most traditions are killing and keeping a lot of uh, men and women of God in spiritual obesity with traditions. God bless you all. I'm going to get into that starting next week, Lord Swilling, after the conclusion of physical obesity. God bless you. Love y'all. This is Joseph Brownlee, Body of Christ, Real Talk. Until next time, love y'all. Bye-bye. Peace out. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday.